Welcome to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz. This podcast is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. I would like to thank Calcutta, an outdoors company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. St. Croix, the best rods on earth. And Daiwa, they've got your bass covered. Today, my first guest is Dan Johnson. We're talking about taking your fishing to the next level the mindset of doing well, being successful. Listen to this, you're gonna learn something. Next, I get to talk to Shane Wilson. He is the uh, CEO and founder of fishingsfuture.org. He's got an ICANN initiative which helps people with disabilities get out on the water, in the water. Listen to this, he's gonna give us an update. And then the one and only freshwater fisherman, saltwater fisherman, He says that his saltwater fishing is his passion, his freshwater fishing, bass fishing is how he makes a living. Ish Monroe is gonna come on and talk to us. He's gonna give us uh, the means to find out his schedule for 2024, tournament fishing, and also sports shows and seminars. But first, I'd like to remind everybody that this segment of the We Fish ASA podcast is brought to you by St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Welcome back, Dan Johnston. Dave, how are you? I am doing good. You know, today's topic, I I think it's a good one. Um, Thinking about it, uh, just taking your fishing to the next level. For the average weekend warrior, angler, somebody that goes out and has fun and doing it, but at some point you got to think, I want to catch fish every time. I don't want to go and say, Dan and Dave are going fishing. I hope they're biting today. You want to go and you know you're going to catch them. I, I think there's a lot of things that you and I as tournament anglers, as anglers that have been in it for decades, might be able to add to this topic. Yeah, I think um, I, you know, speaking, speaking for my, first of all, it is a great topic. And speaking for myself, I've been a little lucky, not because I'm the best fisherman out there, I'm far from it, but I'm, I'm inherently incredibly competitive. And when, when I got this topic, a while, you know, just a few minutes ago, I started thinking, what can I talk about that would segue into the point that we're trying to get across to people? And for me, it's I, I don't care if it was uh, playing basketball, uh, playing golf. I was always competing against the course in golf, for example, not against the guy next to me right. ever. Right. Uh, and on the lake, I'm very, 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 very much that way. I'm, I'm always competing and seeing if I can beat it. And whether that's good or bad for here nor there, it, it, and it's a, it's a, it's been a, um, a trait that I've had that has just made me do that. I don't care if I'm fun fishing or not. And all the guys that fish with me know that, <laughs> especially if they get in the boat with me, we're always betting on something, you know, right, who's right. going to get this, who's going to do that. And it makes it fun for me, you know, no, but I would say for people that are not that way, this is a really good topic too. And I would say a couple things there real quick, if I may, um, it, you know, for, for the person that's just out there, Good to get out. Don't care whether you catch them or not. Here's what I would say that will help you catch them better is two things here. Number one, think outside the box. Don't always try what you've always tried. Just kind of challenge yourself to do something different, whether that's going to a local store and asking what's hot. And if they list five things and you're really good at four of them, maybe try the fifth. Yeah. Because a lot of times you stumble into something that um, somebody else cut their teeth in learning how to do, and you can benefit from that. And then also, 
another thing that's huge is mix it up in terms of species and applications. Like here in the Midwest, get into ice fishing, get into small stream fishing. I don't care if they're big fish or not. First of all, it's a blast, but you're going to notice how to realize how to or understand how to work light lines, light rods, how to kickstart little blades on spinners, how to read currents. Now, copy paste that next time you go to a big river it's a lot of the same thing the way fish set up in currents and except the only exception is you know instead of the stream being five foot long and you're reading a current behind one little lay down in a tiny spring creek now it's a big river with a giant tree in a river that's 200 yards across but you'll find the fish will set up on it the same way so it's just if, if you inherently put yourself in situations that make you think outside the box by trying different things you'll be more successful regardless from the competitive natural competitive side of things yeah, I like that, that they set up the same way. You can size things down always. Big bodies of water make them smaller. I like the the thought process of, of this is not just bass, not just musky. You can go for anything, walleye, pike, um, bluegills, crappies, or go and fish what's biting. If, you're, if you want to take it to another level and figure it out and catch a lot of fish, and something's biting then better than something else, you do you can do that and be successful. I, I'd like to think maybe that if I don't catch fish today, I'm not gonna eat, I'm not gonna have dinner. Or you're not in the tournament circuit, but what if you were paying $250 to go and do this? And it is important that maybe you get your money back or make some money, you know, but certainly at least try to break even. So maybe the mindset of how you approach your fishing will make you better in itself mindset's a better word than the the big dissertation i laid out mindset's the word that's exactly you're in my huddle and what do i mean by that let me take it to a whole nother area how good do we feel when we work really 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 hard on a work project and it comes out good how good do we feel when we clean our house is it fun doing it no but after the fact, we're like, you know what? You walk around and you look at your work. How about when you clean your car really, yeah. really well? Yeah. Or you clean your boat really well? Same thing goes into fishing. If you if you work really hard at it and you, you, you challenge yourself, I'm going to catch 10 in the next hour, no matter what. Well, no matter what I have to try to do, I'm going to catch 10. And if you get nine and you got 10 minutes to go, it's, it's fun. You're like, man, I'm, and sometimes you don't do it, but it's, it, it's, it's that inherent reward to hard work instead of just getting out. Believe me, is it good to just get out? Absolutely. You know, you get off a day of work, you got an hour of light left in the summertime and you get out there and fish. And you're like, man, I'm glad this day's over. I don't care if I catch one or not. I get it. I totally get that. I'm in that mode a lot, too. But more times than not, I'm in that mode in an hour thinking, you know what? I've only got an hour. It's going to take me 15 minutes to get everything ready and get the boat wet here. So now I got 45 minutes and I'm going to catch five no matter what no matter what it takes. And it's fun when you do that. So I, I think that, I think mindset is the word in everything we do, you know, and fishing just happens to be one example. Bow hunting is, is, is one of the best examples. All the work you put into that on the front side, it just makes it more enjoyable when we actually get out and do it. 
It does. And you know, you said that you're going to catch 10 and you get to nine. And you know where my mind went to, okay, I've caught nine. I just don't want to get that 10th one. Now I want a big one. So now I'm going to switch to a big fish bait, uh, a jig or a bigger bait or a bigger swim bait. Because maybe I was just trying to catch the numbers and I didn't put, this is how you need to think. I, I think that's important. Well, I think what that mindset does is exactly what you just said. It forces you to change your MO. It makes you do something different because you're trying to achieve a personal goal, even though it's a blast just being out there fishing. Absolutely. But you're trying to, so now you try something different and it works. Uh, and then what happens the next time you go out, hey, I'm going to try this. And the only reason you're trying it is because you had the mindset to think outside the box to try it in the first place. Instead of just going chunking and dunking, doing the same thing you ever do every time, it's a de-stress, no question about it. But it's a lot more fun to de-stress and get something on the end of your line, too. Believe me. Hey, oh, <laughs> I've, been on the, I've been on the wrong side of that one too many times. So it's most fun to catch them for all of us. No, no doubt. I, I had people that have come in my, my retail store over the years and say, are the tournament guys that much better than some of the better weekend warriors? And my answer was yes, because they approach it differently they have to be successful they're trying to be successful a lot of the weekend guys are just going out there and their mindset is not to be successful but to relax and i think if you want to get better at this game what we're talking about will definitely help you and i yeah i think it's a it's a great topic i'm kind of surprised we never talked about it before yeah, it's a fun one. You know, I mean, we could we could use this topic on every technique application we've ever talked about and visualizing the hit, expecting the bite. How many times have we talked about that? You and I just personally, even yeah. off off air, you know, when you flip into that object you see that bite underwater and you're expecting it and don't think you're not going to fish that thing better if you're thinking that instead of i'll throw it in there but i'm not going to catch one it's two completely different mindsets and it absolutely matters and that's why you notice certain even the pros out there a lot of them have one or two they'll call go-to baits a lot of it's a jig for a lot of people you're speaking to one of them um so you'll you'll sit there and you'll throw that bait in there every single time you throw it you think you're going to get a bite the vast majority of times you don't no question about it but i know i'm going to fish it better if i do and i think that's when you take that mindset into everything we're fishing whether it's location whether it's man i'm going to go down two line sizes because this water's clear and i really think that's going to help me and you're going to fish the bait better because you put the effort into making that change yeah, and that's why we have Dan Johnson on. Always good information. I always enjoy the conversation. I always learn. I know you say you do too, and uh, I definitely uh, thank you for being on the podcast again, Dan. Yeah, Dave, my pleasure. Thanks so much. No problem. That was Dan Johnston. I am Dave Kranz, and this segment of the We Fish ASA podcast is always brought to you by St. Croix, the best rods on earth. We will be right back after these messages. Probably one of the number one questions I get, you know, what line do I use? That's a big debate. For every tour out there, everybody's debating which line. I choose the simple side. My choice of line is Sunline. My favorite lines to use is Sunline. How all can you use it? Anywhere you want to. Anywhere there's water and bass, it's good. Walleye, catfish, trout, speckled trout, sharks. There we go. I don't say this unless I think it's true, but honestly, it's the best in the market. Daiwa, MAG4Z, similar in design to our SV system. 
Reels with MagForce Z excel when it comes to casting control while fishing bigger, heavier baits. Our standard reels have a fixed rotor on the spool, meaning the braking pressure is consistent across the entirety of the cast. MagForce Z incorporates a spool that has a dynamic rotor that can adjust out and back from the spool. This gives you maximum control and casting precision. Daiwa. For over 75 years here at St. Croix, we believe every angler deserves the best fishing experience possible in being equipped and prepared for the moment opportunity strikes. You can only provide control if you are in control. Our legacy is being written every day with decisions today determining our successes tomorrow. We value contributions and successes of all individuals, protecting and preserving the things that matter most, taking care of people like family, the persistent pursuit of perfection, St. Croix. Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz, and this segment is brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. Everybody that comes on this segment has a passion for the outdoors. My next guest has been on before. He has a passion for the outdoors. He has a passion to get people involved, families, uh, people with disabilities, anybody he can get involved and, and pass it forward and teach them fishing. He wants to do that. He is Fishing's Future CEO and founder. Welcome back, Shane Wilson. Oh, thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. I don't know if I can... Uh... I don't know how to say thank you. That's quite an introduction. I appreciate it. It's always an honor to be on the We Fish ASA podcast with you this morning. Well, I appreciate having you on, and I appreciate getting updates from you on a, uh, uh, several times a year because it's a great program that you do. You've you've helped so many people. You continue to help people. More people keep uh uh, becoming aware of it, you sent me a video of an ICANN initiative that you're doing. That it was phenomenal. Tell the people about that program and how they can actually see that video. Well, Dave, I appreciate that. The um, the ICANN initiative was it was a brainchild of me after we did our one millionth angler uh, in, in educating them, which was back in eighteen. It's like son of a gun. What am I going to do now? And I wanted to start focus on focusing on the spatial needs population and. Yeah, we funneled that down into really mobility disabled individuals that are in wheelchairs, medical beds, plegic, quadriplegic folks, etc. So we built a 26-foot tritune specifically for that population, and it has taken off. I mean, it has really blossomed. The uh, Yamaha Wright Waters found out about it. Uh, we needed some work done on an engine, and rather than do the work, uh, we worked an agreement out with, with um, the Omaha Whitewaters, and we were able to get a, a brand-new 175. The local support that we're getting is phenomenal. The city of South Padre Island, which is, has been a legendary fishing location in Texas for eons, um, proclaimed itself through a proclamation at a regular city council meeting that they are now the special needs sport fishing capital of Texas, which brought um, statewide recognition. And in fact, our governor, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, who's a paraplegic himself from a tragic accident many years ago, uh, sent us a state recognition letter that he and his wife both signed, um, saying that you know we're vitally important to the disability community. And it's just that that's that program is. It's an educational boat. In order to get on the boat, you have to go through some form of angling education, which we work with you on that. I go out to 
a lot of the individuals' homes. We're, we're, we just have one boat at this time. We'd like to expand it across the nation, and we're, we're putting together a program to do just exactly that. Uh, but we go into the homes, and as I'm educating them, and why I require this is I'm sitting there assessing their disabilities. I've been in the world of education for almost 40 years uh, in the public school systems and uh, specialized a lot in, in special needs, etc. And I assess their disabilities so that when I come home, we modify fishing equipment. Uh, we're we're an, ad an adaptive program, not just a special needs program. We modify fishing equipment. We build apparatus for the wheelchairs so that when these individuals come on the boat uh, with their families, and we do it one family at a time, uh, they have the ultimate experience. We actually have a lift that you can find. The same lift is a lot of times on hotel pools. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's designed to take the individuals from the wheelchair and lower them down in the water. We've modified the boat. We put one of those pool lifts on our boat, not to get them on the boat, but to get them down into the water and to get them back out of the water. Uh, and, and they, if they can, they run that lift by themselves so that, you know, they want to be as independent as possible. And this allows them to do that. It's very smooth. It's very safe. It's very secure. It's very comforting. And it allows them the opportunity to get and play in the water with their caretakers and their family members, just like the rest of them. And they can get out of the water. It's, it's easy for a, a paraplegic to get in the water. All they do is just kind of roll out of their chair and they're in the water. But for them to get out and get out of the water onto a boat, very difficult. And this, this allows them to do that. So, I mean, it's just, it's a real blessing. When parents look at you and they're holding their quadriplegic um, husband or son or niece or nephew and and they say thank you, this was such a, a wonderful experience, and they're crying while they say that, it just it blesses my soul. And we don't charge for that uh, experience. We run all um, individual donations and private grants. And uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife has a grant program that we're working through right now. And we're just we're just blessed beyond means to be able to to share that with that population and hopefully as, as we as we move forward we'll be able to um, roll that out into other communities within texas and eventually across the nation so it's called the ICANN initiative that information can be found on fishingsfuture.org's website uh, and and I, get, I i say thank you for giving me the opportunity to share that on this uh, national platform no, oh, no problem. Fishingfutures.org. And you can not only see what's going on there, they can contribute there, get a hold of the right people, which is probably you, to make sure if they want to help participate, uh, know where you're at. Do you look for volunteers to help our, uh, on other events that you're doing? Oh, absolutely. We have, you know, we have, we're in 20 states right now. We have 72 different chapters. We're for 24, we're going to be adding seven new chapters and hopefully picking up four new states. Uh, but we all the time are looking for volunteers. We like to work directly with the state's DNRs and their fishing um, programs so that we can get everybody uh, friendly background check with the state. We can report all of the numbers of the events that we do and the demographics to the states so that they can use those for uh, sport fish restoration funding matches, etc. Yeah, uh, we work very, very closely with the individual states. And right now, fishing future. I mean, we've been in this program and been doing this thing, uh, in educating families for the last well since 2007. And we're starting to be seen as the educational gurus within the states and the way we work our programs. And more and more states are are coming to us and asking, hey. 
you know, how do we partner? I got an email just the other day from the state that they're like, you know, can you spend a little bit more time with me and let me know how you guys partner with, with, I mean, we're in, we partner directly with Kansas, with Texas and all of these other states that we're in, but we, it's, it's an exciting program to be a part of. And, you know, uh, we continue to grow. It's just, we, we are blessed beyond means because we continue to grow. Absolutely. It's part of the uh, fun of uh, enjoying the outdoors is sharing and teaching that to others. And uh, you definitely have a passion for that. You definitely uh, do a good job at it. You've been doing it for a long time. And everything you seem to do uh, uh, these days seems to work out pretty well. And I'm sure uh, we'll call and get an update. Any any quick mention of uh, 2024? What What's it's going to look like? But 2024 is going to be really exciting. We've got an awful lot done. I'm working on our budget right now for 2024 and our annual report with our board members. But we're, like I said, we're we're applying again for the RBFF George H. W. Bush Educational Fund grant, which is the Bombasaspascar. We've been doing that grant uh, for many, many, many years. We were the poster child when they first initiated that, and we're we're doing it in Florida. And Texas at this time, we're looking at picking up two other states to do that grant in. It's a phenomenal program. It touches the right population. It goes out to the Hispanics, uh, families. And, I mean, that's the demographics. We find that we do more with mothers and children, um, single single mothers and children. Uh, when we work that program out, it, we're, we're doing that. So that's going, that's happening. We're, well, like I said, we're opening up seven new chapters. Hopefully we'll pick up two more different states. Uh, this past year, we ran over 600 events, touching, you know, thousands upon I mean, tens of thousands of individuals. I've not finished all the numbers yet, so I don't want to give them out because I want to give it to our board members. I get it. But, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, um, it's fascinating. I would like to say one thing: we um, we have a second cast solutions problem program where individuals leave us uh, used tackle and fishing equipment. That program we have taken, we started, we, we were getting so many used soft plastics that we started melting them down and are making Christmas ornaments. Uh, we're making turtles, uh, sawfish, manatees, flounder, redfish. Well, uh, AFCO saw the redfish that we're making out of these soft plastics. You know, it, it helps on the conservation side, keeping the plastics out of the water. Yep. And they're uh, they're doing a promotion right now that, that are working very closely with Fishing Future and our second cast solutions part of it. Uh, that anybody that buys a hundred, uh, I think it's a hundred dollars or one hundred and fifty dollars worth of product from Aptco, they will contribute and make a small donation to Fishing Future and put one of the redfish in uh, in with the package as as a souvenir. So I mean, it's just you know those are the little bitty things. Yep. Dave, that make you feel like you're doing the, the right stuff. We're taking the plastics out of the water and we're repurposing it. A lot of the funding that we get from that keeps uh, help. We, we use it to keep um, our program alive. We use it to help buy baits. We help seed turtle conservation. So uh, those are just little achievements and accomplishments. But, if, yeah, the second cast solutions, if you have uh, – Baits and tackle and equipment, boats and other things that you uh, want to tax right off on, get rid of. Look into contributing it to a worthy organization that could definitely use your help and would greatly appreciate it. And it's a tax write off as well. There you go, fishingfuture.org and 
Once again, Shane Wilson, CEO and founder. Appreciate having you on the program and look forward to talking to you again soon. You're a hero, Dave. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Thank you, Shane Wilson. I am Dave Kranz. This is the Wheatfish ASA podcast, and this segment is brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel. For those with a passion for the outdoors, the Wheatfish ASA podcast will be right back. Calcutta Outdoors. From bluegill to bluefin, Calcutta Outdoors has the innovative outdoor recreational brands that consumers are looking for. We offer a wide range of trusted products, from fishing rods, combos, and tackle to coolers, drinkware, outdoor apparel, and marine accessories. Calcutta Outdoors. I'm professional angler Kevin Van Dam, and people always ask me, what's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn-out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit KeepAmericaFishing.org and pledge to pitch it. Iowa. Our SV system is made with one thing in mind, casting control. The design of the spool as well as how the spool interacts with the braking system gives maximum control and ease of use when it comes to situations people might generally struggle with. Whether it's casting lightweight baits, skipping pitching, casting into the wind, or even if you're just getting accustomed to a bait casting reel, SV is designed to help you excel. When set properly, SV reels virtually eliminate backlashes. Daiwa. Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz, and this program is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. My next guest has been on before. It's been a while since he's been back. He is a professional fisherman. He fishes freshwater, saltwater. He knows the products that he represents. He believes in them. He has a passion for this industry. Welcome back, Ish Monroe. Hey, glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad to have you on again, Ish. It's been a while. Um, it, it, and I'm going to bring it out. He, he, I called him for this interview. He said he's rigging his boat. How great is that? You're having a blast doing that too, aren't you? Oh, everybody thinks it's so much fun, but it's really, really not because you're. I'm, I'm actually doing a lot of the wiring stuff of the electronics myself. You know, we're putting on a different jack plate. You got to run power poles. You got to bolt the trolling motor down. I mean, it gets extensive when you start thinking you've got three or four graphs, uh, Lowrance active target, Lowrance ghost trolling motor, Boss hydraulic jack plate, power poles on the back of there, and then you got to fill it with gas from ground zero which you know is 55 gallons yeah and at the current state of gas prices in the state of california that's not much fun no no that's expensive and uh but but the fun part's coming because you're going to get to use that rig and boat and uh, have a blast fishing and represent the brands that you, yeah. you you do and uh, what's your uh, 2024 season look like what are you going to be doing this year oh it's 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 a it's very very busy um i'm uh just got a contract with yamaha right waters which is you know working alongside with asa for advocacy to helping keep keep us fishing you yeah. know there's a lot of government regulations out there that want to keep us from fishing and they kind of want to hurt the industry but we're here to help and you know real Mahal right water's working with them gonna get a chance to go up to the hill probably this year and speak with some of the people that make our laws and hopefully change their mind along with wells fishing the Bassmaster opens um the eqs have a great season ahead of us i'm gonna do the bam pro tour out here on the west coast and cherry pick pretty much 
some Toyota series and anything else I can, you know, get myself into. Yeah, yeah, and there's plenty to do. There's probably more uh, tournament circuits now than ever. Uh, yes. and, and and that's okay. That means there, there's an interest and people want to do them. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with the high school and collegiate fishermen. That's really been, uh, got a lot of people into it at a much younger age. Yeah, I mean, it's if you look at the majority of the elite qualifiers for this next coming season, they a lot of them had college ranks. You know, uh, John Garrett, I know he he definitely have um, JT Tompkins, I believe as well. Um, there's a few others in there that you know they started at the college ranks, and some of them probably in the high school ranks, and now they're fishing the highest level pro tour. Absolutely. I'm in I'm in northern Illinois and uh, Trey McKinney is a friend of mine. He's a high schooler. He's the youngest one to ever yeah. qualify at 18 years old. And I met him at, uh, he was 14 at the 2019 Bassmaster Classic in Knoxville. And uh, I run a charger boat, so does he. he I actually yeah. uh, got to go test drive his boat uh, when he was 14 years old. He, and and uh, I, I walked out of there and I told a couple people up here, I said, this kid's the next Kevin Van Dam. He has so much instinct to, for fishing and to figure it out yes. and, and uh, to, to see kids like that. I don't know about you. I didn't start fishing any tournaments until I was 31 years old. Oh, I fished tournaments when I was 14 is when I, I started out. Um, but you could see the career that I've had and, you know, it was meant for me to be a professional angler. Um, but yeah, Trey's an amazing angler and it's going to be fun to watch his career as it goes forward. It will. It'll be fun to watch him and, and see him grow. And I think he is going to inspire people that are his age to believe in themselves. And that's what you yes. and I and everybody else wants to do. We want to inspire people to come out, enjoy the sport that we have a passion for, that we love. And, and what's better than teaching other people? No, it's nothing better than that. And I mean, it's 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 going to be a good deal for him. Oh, I think so. I think so. And those other uh, young college guys that are in there, uh, the average age, I think uh, Ken Duke was telling me, dropped for uh, elite fishermen this year, not just for the yeah. qualifiers. The whole field is going the other way. The age is going down, which is amazing. Yeah, that's a good thing. That means that the younger generation is, you know, interested in this sport, and it's a great sport to be interested in. You know, it's kept me out of a lot of trouble, and you know, I've, I've made a lot of great friends and contacts, and my wife is in the fishing industry, and so I got to meet her through it, and so it's a pretty good deal overall. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Now, uh, you like the saltwater fish also, don't you? Oh, I love saltwater fishing. That's my that's my passion. You know, bass fishing is my job, and saltwater fishing is my passion. So, uh, I get a couple of captains. They're like, "Man, you should get your captain's license." And I'm like, "Then I turn my saltwater fishing into a job, and then I don't have a hobby anymore." Yeah, yeah that that is absolutely true. That is true because you go out there and start doing that. And I guide a little bit in Wisconsin, and it, it does get me out on the water. But it's a lot harder to get other people to catch fish than catch them yourself. So, since you're in Wisconsin, I know Leech Lake's in Minnesota, correct? Yes, yep. Have you ever fished it? I have not fished Leech. I've fished some other Minnesota lakes, Pokegama and some other ones up there. 
I was just trying to pick your brain because uh, we're going up there and I've never been there. I've just heard a lot of different rumors and you know how it is with fishermen. There's lots of tales to be told. And <laughs> you're not really sure of what's exactly right and what's not right and stuff. And so, but I am looking forward to that event because it's a new place that we've never been to before. Yeah, isn't that it? And that's pretty neat too that there's so many different opportunities to go to different places. And I think there uh, many states are are uh, more receptive to tournament bass fishing than they have been in the past yes they are i mean it's it's you, you see it starting to open up but there's so much money that's involved in it you know when you bring 225 boaters and 225 co-anglers there's a lot of money that's spent in those communities and stuff and especially for a place like way up there is if there's only five or six gas stations you've got 225 boats and trucks running through there along with all the other cars and trucks that the co-anglers have i mean that's a lot of gas running food i mean it just makes sense for these cities to start seeing how valuable bass fishing is and you need an influx of money and their state grants and stuff like that to jump on board for them i mean they can they can actually take a community and and keep it thriving absolutely and uh, yeah these chamber of commerces do a great job of bringing uh, uh anglers into them and and catering to them and making sure that they they bring these these circuits back to uh yes uh, it's so important it's very important hey i got to take a quick break for some of my sponsors when we come back i want to hear about who keeps ish monroe on the water and uh we'll hear more from you i am dave kranz this is the we fish asa podcast and we'll be right back after these messages you know when i look at the tournaments i've won probably Four or five of the boats that I've won have been on a tube, but I had completely gotten away from flipping a tube because nobody, nobody made one soft enough. Big Bite has come with this new tour series of baits. The thing that's probably the most unique is when you look at that bait, the salt just rolls out of it. And to me, that is the reason a fish bites a tube and hangs on to it. This isn't one of those, let's go out and catch some smallmouth tube. This is a let's get it done tube. St. Croix, crafting the best rods on earth takes a team effort. Takes a lot of hands to produce a St. Croix fishing rod, 32 to be exact. Every rod we manufacture is carefully crafted, assembled, and tested by passionate professionals who want to ensure you have the best fishing experience possible. St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Daiwa, our SV system is made with one thing in mind, casting control. The design of the spool as well as how the spool interacts with the braking system gives maximum control and ease of use when it comes to situations people might generally struggle with. Whether it's casting lightweight baits, skipping, pitching, casting into the wind, or even if you're just getting accustomed to a bait casting reel, SV is designed to help you excel. When set properly, SV reels virtually eliminate backlashes. Daiwa. Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz, and as always, this program is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association, and I am proud to bring back Ish Monroe. How you doing, Ish? Good, good, very good. So I uh, wanted to hear a little bit about your sponsors. Who keeps you on the water? 
Well, Iowa definitely does. You know, I've uh, been with them pretty much my whole entire career. It's been the best products that I've ever used, you know, starting out with the old SS spinning reels all the way up to the new Catula spinning reels, uh, Yamaha outboards. You know, it's been the pretty much the primary engine I've run in my 20, almost 24 years now of uh, bass, professional bass fishing. Uh to me, the best engine on the market. Uh, Skeeter boats, love Skeeters. Uh, one of the first boats that I ever bought brand new and, you know, still running strong. They've just gotten a little bit bigger. Uh, Lowrance <laughs> Electronics, been with them a long time. I've never run any other electronics but them. Uh, it's been pretty cool. Sims, cold weather, warm weather, all weather gear keeps me keeps me going on the water and out there, in, you know, when we're outdoors and river to sea and missile baits, they make the best baits on the planet. And I've had influential design in a lot of those companies, uh, or baits and, you know, Boss Machine Shop jack plates and all their accessories for boats from, you know, the Bounce Buster stop to the prop nut. I mean, when you need an accessory for your boat, I mean, you check out Bob's Machine Shop for that. Uh, Gemini Sport uh, Marketing, Sports Marketing, they do my jerseys out there, Mystery Tackle Box. If you are not really sure what you you need to buy out there, you know, get with the folks at Mystery Tackle Box and get yourself a monthly subscription with them. They'll send you pretty much anything that's kind of hot going on, and every month you'll get a new box. Um... Let America Fish and Yamaha Rightwaters. Glad to be partnered with those guys. This next year is advocacy. It's my way of kind of giving back to the industry that's made a helped me make a living. Um, PowerPole, BigFishTools.com, and then my tackle shop, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Store. Uh, we have three stores uh, here in California. Actually, just opened up a fourth store, and. They are also online at fishermanswarehouse.com. Uh, you can get all your baits there. And then my newest sponsor uh, for this upcoming is Rely On Batteries. Uh, I've finally got a lithium battery company that I feel really great about. I've worked with them before, and their technology has gotten to be the best that I've seen. And so I'll be running Rely On Batteries next season and totally excited about that. Excellent. Sounds like a phenomenal lineup. Is there is there somewhere you're going to this year on your schedule that uh, you're really looking forward to more than some of the others? Well, we're going back to Lacrosse, which is a place that I've won. It's funny. Yep. So we're going. Or we're starting out at Okeechobee. I I, I won a Bassmaster Elite Series event there. I actually still hold the biggest four day record with 108 pounds for four days on that place. We're going back to Lacrosse. Uh, to fish the Mississippi River, which is another place that I won my last Elite Series event on. So I'm getting, I mean, super excited about that. And then uh, we're going to Leech Lake, which is a new a new venue for me. Um, I love fishing those northern fisheries, those northern bass. They're, they're pretty easy to catch overall once you find them. And, you know, it's usually shallow water fishing and hopefully not too deep. Um, and I can catch them on a flipping and a frog. And if that's the case, I got an opportunity to win that event. So there's three really big events coming up and places that I've done well at and a new place that I'm super excited about. 
Yeah, those northern fisheries right now, that far north, uh, most of those lakes have four to six inches of ice on them. That, and they don't get, <laughs> there's six months out of the year that nobody's hitting them except uh, the ice fishermen, and they're really not targeting the bass. They're fishing the walleye, the perch, the panthers. Now, now you're talking, now you're really talking my language. Walleye and uh, perch, I'm, I'm ready to eat. Let's, yes. let's, let's yeah, get the fish fry going. They, they are so good. That 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 is true. So, yeah, the, the, the Mississippi, I, I can see why you'd be wanting to do that. I mean, what a, what a great fishery, uh, uh, frog fishing or wing dams or whatever you want to do. I think any style that you want to do on that body of water, you can find fish that will cooperate. Yeah, that's the great part about most northern fisheries. I mean, a guy can go out there and drop shot one minute, then grab a flipping stick with 65-pound braid on it and catch him that way, too, to picking up a top water and catching him on that to going a deep-diving crankbait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So did you say your first tournament this year was in Florida? Yes, Lake Okeechobee. Okay, so... Uh, you know, you also mentioned about how the boats keep getting bigger, but on some of these bodies of water, can you have a boat that's too big? Uh, no. I mean, you know, we're also going to fish uh, the Great Lakes this year. We're going uh Lake St. Clair, and you have an opportunity to go to Lake Erie, and Lake Erie, to me, is a mini ocean. Yes. And you can't see from one side to the other, and it, it can get real big real quick out there. Yeah, and, and I think that's something that... Uh, uh most people need to realize that uh, at the professional fishing level, the, it, it is up to the discretion of the tournament directors that are uh, letting you go out there. But they've they've become cautious. But when the anglers go out there, um, you guys end up doing what you're comfortable with and what's safe for you. Yes, yes, it's all about being safe. Yeah, you got to, you got to, because you're you're uh, you got families you want to make it back to, and and and, it, and yes. it's fishing. When it comes down to it, it's just fishing. It's not worth doing anything crazy. So those of you guys that are in high school and college, you think, well, you would go and run in anything. Don't do it, right? Right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, I, I, that's the one thing I think we we need to educate the younger generation on is boating safety. You know, we've had several boating accidents this last year as bass fishing has become more popular, but it's definitely about being safe on the water. You know, on those days, you know, when the waves get big, take your time because you do want to make it back. You know, I say to myself, anytime I got a question about something, I love my wife. That's what I say. And so I, you know, rethink the scenario and make sure I make it back. Yes, yes, absolutely. So if people want to follow your season, what's the best way? Uh, I, I know you do all kinds of social media. Where, where should they watch for Ish Monroe's post? Well, you can, you know, Ish Monroe Professional Angler on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can... Twitter is fish for ish. If you, for the few people out there that still do it, um, I'm all over the place. I get a lot of stuff on YouTube. I, I, I work with Todd Cassadon and doing some stuff with him. Um, Andrew Upshaw, I've done a lot of stuff with him. We have the Bass uh, Fantasy Fishing Picks on YouTube as well that people, you know, who's, who are into the fantasy fishing can check us out as we give Matt Panger a, a hard time about, you know, the tour. And it, we, we have a lot of fun with it. But, yeah, all the social media channels, um, you can go to ishmonroe.com for a website. And we kind of just take it from there and keep up and appreciate everybody that watches. Absolutely. And will that also tell them if you're at any sports shows this year that they can come and see you? 
Yep, I have a schedule on there, um, but I do a lot on social media, like when I'm going, um, actually coming up to your neck of the woods um, in the Illinois area uh, in March. Okay. Um, where am I going? I'm going to a couple dealers up there, and then I'm also doing the uh, Wisconsin Fishing Expo, I believe it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the longest-running fishing expo. 82 years, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's always a good one. And uh, anywhere that you can see Ish Monroe is good, go to his uh, social media, take a look at that, and uh, definitely look forward to watching you this year and seeing how you do on the uh, the circuits. I know you will always, you are very consistent, and I know we'll, uh, we'll always see some highlights from you. Great, appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Ish. We'll talk again. Thank you. That was Ish Monroe. I am Dave Kranz. This is the We Fish ASA podcast. I'd like to thank my sponsors, Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors, St. Croix, the best rods on earth, and Daiwa, they've got your bass covered. Thanks to Dan Johnson, my first guest today, for talking about taking your fishing to the next level. Great update from Shane Wilson's fishingsfuture.org. Check that out. Shane's doing some great things. And you just heard from Ish Monroe. He loves to fish saltwater. He loves to do freshwater. He gave us an outlook on his 2024 season. We're looking forward to see how he performs this year. And I am looking forward to bringing you the We Fish ASA podcast next week. But until then, please take someone fishing to help grow our sport. professional angler Kevin Van Dam and people always ask me what's the best and easiest way to catch fish well that's simple keep our waterways clean and free of litter you know tossing your worn out lures in the lake is not a winning move pitch them in the trash do your part and join me visit keepamericafishing.org and pledge to pitch it